Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Channel, where every Friday we'll be covering a new installment in the classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums and shorts that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Hello, welcome back to the Weird Geeks Horror Show. Every single Friday, we take you for another installment of Classic Horror Retrospective Franchise. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me throughout all of the Predator films have been Katie Watson. Hello. Alexander Chard. Yes. Bringing the energy today, guys. Here we go. <laughs> we're wrapping it up. We're at the wrap up. For those of you who are new to us, hello and welcome and thank you. And why are you being weird and only listening to the wrap up? Some people do. I respect that. So to be clear. If you just want to listen to a wrap-up, you don't want to listen to... And we've done five or six films, we about 12 some, hours of Predator chat. We have some pretty lengthy podcasts we in, go this, on. in this series. I like to be comprehensive. I just went on a shoot with some people and they were asking my opinions on some movies. And I was like, I think you can listen to my opinions. Episode 85. By going to weirdgeeks.com <laughs> where you can then branch out. Uh, apparently, by the way, our site was down for a week and I didn't notice because I don't go on it very often. <laughs> that was due to a weird technical thing with uh, GoDaddy, but it's all good now. So go to weirdgeeks.com. You can patch out to all of our social medias through there. We're Weird Geeks Show on everything, but through weirdgeeks.com, you can get straight to it. Or you can email us through the website or mail at weirdgeeks.com or fuck off at weirdgeeks.com if you don't like the Tombra. Tombra? Yep. T-I-M-B-R-E. It's Timber. Spelling B. There's no, <laughs> B. There's no O w. in there. Tombra. Timber. Is yeah, but the pronunciation is in French. Yeah. Tombra. And I believe it's a French word, this isn't is it? America. Tombra. God damn it. I don't know what fucking country you think you're in right now. England. But it's not Europe. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> What's happening? Wrap up. So what we like to do in the wrap up, for those of you new to us, is we're going to go through all the films again very, very briefly. We're obviously not going to go in depth. All those fun fascinating facts that we brought up mm. and our full opinions. Mm. You can hear them by going back through the horror shows. But we'll go through everything. We're going to look at Rotten Tomato scores rather than IMDb scores. We're going to go through the grosses a little bit again. And then we're going to talk a bit about the media around the film franchise, comics, video games, things like that. And then we're going to get into our rankings. Our rankings are going to be best predator, best protagonist, best kill, best topless man, stupidest moment. And then we're just going to put those. I think I'd films. like to add one more as well. Oh, biggest undies. <laughs> biggest undies. Well, that's a clear winner. Well, we'll see. We'll what get there. competition is there really for this? <laughs> I feel quite a lot of these there are clear winners, but we'll see when we get there. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, finishing up by putting these films in order, and then we'll talk about next week what we're the the new journey we're about to embark upon. So, guys. But then Danny Glover is going to win best topless man and best undies. No spoilers. Just say best like, predator. He's just gonna sweep this whole thing and dumbest moment. Like what are we Oh man, you're right. You're right. Oh fuck, actually hang on, I need to adjust something in my There's a lot of dumb moments, aren't there? There are a lot of dumb moments. Oh, yeah. It's hard to pick one. Some might say one whole film. Mm. I've really enjoyed this franchise though. We nearly didn't do it because we thought maybe it's too sci-fi. We had that conversation when we started about what should belong on a horror show. But what I always enjoy is a series where every episode is different. And I, yes. looking through this, trying to get the films in order, like every film is completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely no great. muddying of the waters. Kind of, I mean, when we were doing Friday the 13th, I still can't remember which is which, to be honest, unless I look at 
my breakdowns for them. And yeah. this one, I was like, I remember precisely yeah. what each one <laughs> is trying to do. Definitely. At the same time, it's made it very hard for me to rank, despite mm, them being true. very different. Because as I said, at the, I think at the end of every podcast, good ideas that uh, weren't fulfilled. Mm, mm. I do think, I mean, I will say as an overall impression for me of the fran- franchise is there's nothing that I can't wring some enjoyment out of mm-hmm. in this. Like, in all six films, they have something, whether it's like, this is so stupid, it's fun, or this is, got, yeah, great ideas, but you're not falling through, or this one's visually great, but it's a bit bland, or whatever. Yeah. There's always something that I find I can attach to, which I'm sure some people listening to are shouting at about, because there's a couple for sure that people really hate, but we'll get to that. You're wrong. Okay, well, let's, but how did the world look at this? So, as we did the regular podcast, we looked at IMDb scores, we're going to look at Rotten Tomatoes. So, they were going to get, for people aren't familiar with Rotten Tomatoes, wake up. Go on the internet, guys. Losers. It's 2018. <laughs> You want this to- is America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they have the tomato splat or tomato meter or whatever the fuck they call it. That's critical reviews. And then they got the, the old tipping of the popcorn. Which is such a weird public thing. Reviews. The public reviews. Which we don't care about. But you're going to read them, right? <laughs> I'm going to read them. Predator 1, 1987. Woo! It got a uh, critic review of 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Impressive. That's pretty good. Most impressive. It's uh, audience score, higher or lower. That's the game we're going to play than the critic. Ooh, I like it. 80% for critics. I'm going to say it's almost even. I'm going to say lower. I think almost even has to be interpreted as even, right? Yep. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's higher, 87%. Almost even. (laughs) Audiences liked it. Whole bunch, that one. However, just three years later in 1990, we have Predator 2. Critic review, 27%. Bit of a drop from 80%. The audience prefer or less like the Predator 2 than the critics. I'm going to say they like it more, but I'm thinking around the sort of 30, 35%. In the 30s. Yeah, I'm going to say they like it more. 43%. Wow. 43%. Wow. So still about half. Wow. Wow. Half of the original. (laughs) Then we had a big old gap till 2004 with the AVP. Critics gave it the lowest yet, 20 Percent. Wow. Apt, wow. I would say. <laughs> up or down for those old public people? I'm going to say up. I'm going to be up. People wanted a bit of that alien like predator action. They did. 39%. Yeah, so still the lowest, but lower than Predator 2 for the audience. It's some surprise because I remember people, and again, we're looking through the list a lot. We'll get to that later, but a lot of people like AVP. Quite some, I've got friends who are really into that movie. So, yeah. You're no longer friends. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> AVP 2. Probably, uh, I think undoubtedly the most pop culturally hated of the series. 2007, critic review, 11%. Fuck. 11%. That hurts. Up or down. That is. For the audience. It better be up. There's nowhere to go but up, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) could it be lower than 11? Come on. It was a. I want to say the audience have liked it, but at 15%. Okay, you're going up. 30%. 30%. That's right. Oh, yeah. so again, it's still going on steady decline on both, yeah. but different trajectories. Now we're going to hear wow, that's a- an upswing for the critics, at least with Predators in 2010. Yeah. 65% yeah, getting fair. up there close to the original with 80%. That's fair. Audience down or up from 65%? I'm going to say up. Yeah. First time they're going down, 51%, oh. not following the trajectory. Adrian Brody got jacked. Come on. <laughs> he didn't eat cheeseburgers for like... So it just gets higher uh, than Predator 2 with 43%. Wow. 
Finally, the Predator out this year. Obviously, everything hasn't sort of, you know, balanced out yet. We're still in the first, what, quarter of the year since that came out or whatever it was. 33% from critics. 33% just above Predator 2, which had 27% what the audience is doing. Okay, so 2018's a weird year because Venom was panned critically. (laughs) And made more money than every comic book movie (laughs) ever, basically. Uh, So I'm going to say this is, although it wasn't in the theaters very long. No. No, I'm going to say lower, actually, despite the whole Venom thing that I just went on. Hmm. <laughs> Please don't talk about that film. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I've got it. I'm going to watch it. Mm. 33% up or down. This is tough. Is it? It is. But not because I think it's a good movie, but because I'm the public. I know, right? I'm going to say up. Yeah. Up? Yeah. Katie's correct. 39%, just a right. little bit above. Almost even. Critic reviews. So, I mean, that's a, you know, nothing came near to the first films, 80 and 87% um, from critics and audiences ubiquitously agreeing on that first one. Uh, Predators, I guess, was the next one. And then you're in 30s and 20s, uh, averaging out for Predator 2, AVP, AVP 2, and the Predator. They're all in the same sort of swamp, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, critic low, 11% for AVP 2. That is not very nice. Grosses, though, you might ask. Now, I don't know with returns. Sometimes I worked that out. I was lazy. Get over it. Um, do the math yourself. Yeah. But in terms of... I could, I think as we went along, we did work out the returns a little bit. And then there's inflation. I did look into inflation. I believe that this is the correct order according to inflation of how much money they made. Do you want to guess what's at the bottom and what's at the top? I will say the Predator's at the bottom. The Predator is the bottom? Yeah. Okay. The Predator to 2018? 2018. Yeah. Oh. The Predator. The Predator. What's the I would top? say AVP is at the top. Mm. That's where my money would have been. Yeah. See, when we don't have much to talk about in a wrap up, we uh. turn all this into a game so we can <laughs> stretch things out a little bit. <laughs> what do you think, audience? <laughs> we'll wait here until you get back to us. <laughs> Katie? At the top. You can your mic a little bit now. Mm. Too high. You're too short. Shut up. <laughs> Katie's in the squeaky chair. I'm not squeaking. I can sit still, <laughs> unlike you jittering over there right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you can't be trusted. <laughs> That's also why I'm shorter. What are we doing? I'm trying to think. Made the least amount of money in the entire franchise. Avipur. Oh, you're going the opposite from Alex. The least yeah. amount of money in the franchise. AVP. No, the Requiem. Oh, Requiem. Requ- yeah. So AVP too. Yeah. And yeah. what do you think made the most money in the franchise? Probably the... First one. Okay. okay. Is interesting. Probably not, so, but I'll just be different. I may have got this wrong, but I did check this twice and I did do inflation <clears throat> calculators and all that stuff. So probably not. <laughs> Bottom, Predator 2 made the least amount of money. Now, some of these are by marginal. Daddy! They're not by huge amounts. <laughs> it was terrible. Come on. This was a shocker to me. Half the budget went to his undies. <laughs> Second smallest gross was Predators. Ooh. I was surprised for that. Very surprised. Oh. At number four is AVP Requiem. Mm. Did good mum- numbers. Oh. The Predator is at number three, oh, which leaves the original and then AVP, which, yeah, my money 100% would have been AVP because that was a big blockbuster. AVP is at number two, and the Predator, when adjusted Ooh. for inflation, made considerably more. It's like $217 million or something. We know. Back to the chopper. Yeah. Did well. Did well. I, I presume, though, to be honest, that will probably include re-releases and stuff like that, you know, and that's a film that's probably still doing some cinemas occasionally. So. Who knows? But anyway. Interesting, if you're interested. Yeah. What happened with... Interesting, if you're interested. (laughs) What happened with um, everything around it? Now, I'll tell you one of the biggest surprises for me. This is our, what, 11th, 12th series? Halloween was our 10th. Is this what we did after Halloween? Yeah. (laughs) 
I think so. Eleventh <laughs> season of horror show, thirteenth season with Star Wars, and you know, and Danny, Danny Boyle. Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> little rogue season that none of you fuckers listen to. Now let's exclude Star Wars because it's not horror. Now out of the horror shows we've done, Jack well, some are. Some are. <laughs> I met some people on this shoot who called it Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Some of their, fa- their fa- actual favorites, their favorites. Did you fire them? Movies. I did find it difficult to look at them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they asked my opinion, so I said, listen to our podcast at yeah. uh, weirdgeeks.com. What's going on? Yes. So out of all those 10 seasons, honest to God, because when I've had to do my research, go, all right, I'm going to look in video games. I'm going to read the comics. I'm going to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's normally little to pick from. And we're talking Jason, we're talking Freddy, we're talking Hellraiser, we're talking Child's Play, we're talking- Lots of fodder. Loads of things. Honest to God, I think if you took all the comics and separately all the games from every horror show we've done before and put them together, you would not have as many as Predator has. Predator has more comics, I think, than everything else combined. Yeah, Hellraiser had a lot of comics. This is vastly more. And for video games, vastly more. It is staggering how much there are. I'd, re- I'd read a bunch uh, in the 90s, some in the noughties. A little English phrase. This means the <laughs> early 2000s for people the who don't got, know what that means. Noughties got stuck in my mouth there. I can get it out. So I got a few and started reread a couple for this, glanced through some. There's too much. I couldn't do it. So I did also look at lists of people online to remind myself and hear what people are liking. I've ordered some since then. Unfortunately, they haven't arrived in time for me to include them in this wrap-up. I'm sure Predator will be back so Absolutely. when we return. I'll cover those. But holy shit, so many. So I'm going to go through them and then highlight the ones that most people are calling the best and the ones I've read that I think are the best. It started, as we talked about on one of our previous podcasts in Predator 2, I think, when we talked about there was a comic between Predator and Predator 2 that was collected as a graphic novel called Concrete Jungle that starred Arnie's brother. Barney. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Barnold, actually. Barnold. You can call him Barney. That is accurate. That is canon. Um, Can I just ask a quick question? Are these comics all produced by the same, um, what do you call it? Studio? Publisher? Comic house? No. Fuck you, (laughs) (laughs) Frosky. A lot of them are Dark Horse there who started with it. Um, They have been, I I think Dark Horse, where are those ones? We've got some up there. All three are Dark Horse and IDW. Do they do one of them up there? You can get omnibuses. See, there's one sitting up there with a dark horse, which collect a lot of them, much like how Razor did some of those as well, which are the best ways to do it. One's DC Comics. Yeah, but I, th- I think it's DC with Dark Horse because that's yeah. a crossover of Batman, oh, I see the Batman dark and horse Predator. Now. Yeah, the omnibuses, some of them, though, which is why they're taking a while to get to me, are out of print now. Some of them cost like 150 bucks now if you want to get them. Like, it can be difficult. But if you want to these collected, that's the easiest way. 1989 to 1990, that was Concrete Jungle. That is worth reading. It has a lot of those things at AVP. That's what we talked about it avp took and used uh predator 2 was adapted in 1991 predator big game in 1991 as well that's one a lot of people like i've got that on the way looks pretty good predator cold war uh in 1991 this is actually following the same character as from concrete jungle so there's a trilogy ah, of dutch's brother uh funny. comics predator the bloody sands of time in 1992 predator rider passage in 1992 predator race war in 1993 <laughs> Predator the Pride Wait, at what? the Gaffer in 1993. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh God. God. They're running out of names, oh, right? What God. could they do? Then there's Predator Bla- Bad Blood, which has a really fucking cool, really cool cover. 
and that's one of people like in 1994. Predator Invaders from the Fourth Dimension. Uh, sorry, that's one I missed in 993. Predator 1718 is a cool little one from 1996. People like that one as well. There's quite a lot of him back in like colonial times and that's things cool. like that. Isn't Telling that you. what you were talking about, yeah. Alex? Yep. Uh, Predator Dark River. Wait for, Chris, wait for your Christmas <laughs> present, buddy. Uh, Predator <laughs> Dark River, 1996. That's the concluding trilo- in the trilogy of Dutch's brother. So you've got Concrete Jungle, Cold War, and then Dark River. All right, P. Barney. Predator Strange Roo. Is that in your Ooh, leans, that I sounds naughty. Like Roo, R-O-U-X? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Predator Kindred in 1997. I mean, there's a lot in these 90s, as you may be noticing. Predator Hell and Hot Water in 1997. That's his... Fifty Shades. Predator Primal, 1997. And then we got a whole bunch of ones that a lot of people like. Predator Nemesis in 1998. Let me just remind myself which one this is. because People love the Predator. They really do. These movies won't go away either. Well, yeah. it's like, as we've discussed, that it's adaptable to literally any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever. That's cool. Because people will always be scared of things they cannot see and of aliens or of things coming from... You know what? Space. I can't remember. What about like a Predator Black Flag, like a sort of pirate Ooh. version? Seriously, I want video games of all these series. Pre- yeah, but Predators time. can't swim. That's true. Well, they can, well, they can swim, they can but, swim then but they, they, but they kills can kill their device. But they can say <laughs> they're excellent boats at Oh, I'll bet they'd be really good sailors, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. climbing the crow's nest. Mm-hmm. Four in a row that people like were Predator, Nemesis. He's all in 98, pretty much. Uh, Nemesis in 98. Hell Come a Walking in 98, Captive in 98, and then in 99, Homeworld. They're four in a row that people recommend. Right. Predator Xenogenesis in 99. And then there was a big gap for nearly 10 years, as far as I can see. There are a couple missing from this list, but this is pretty much everything. Predator 2009, which came out 2009. Okay. Original. Uh, to 2010. And then there was Predators in 2010, uh, when the movie came. And then there's 2015. Are those ones connected to the Predators film? Yes. Yes. Yep, we'll take that as a yes. And then Predator Fire and Stone. This is like a big epic thing crossing aliens, Predator, and Prometheus. Whoa. This tangles everything in together. Jeez, what a sloppy mess. Yep. Kill I believe Pro- that's the timeline you're looking at before. Remember when you said Prometheus and yep. everyone's in here? That's what that's from is Fire and Stone. Interesting. It's something People my mom used to make, well. which she called refrigerator soup, which was literally like, I'm going to put everything in the fridge in this pot and then add some water. Yeah. yeah. And that's dinner. <laughs> Yep. That's what that movie would be like. In well, even more like that are all the versus comics, because I haven't even touched on them. So for starters, everyone knows the AVP ones, a lot of Aliens versus Predator ones. So many Aliens versus Predator comics. Right. Um, so I'm not even going to go through them. <clears throat> but as well as that, you had Predator versus Magnus Robot Fighter in 94. <laughs> I don't know. The Robot Fighter? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm still lost. Not the cat fighter. (laughs) No, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the Prometheus alien thing. Don't ever. Does that mean they have to go in? The Predators went in the future and they met David when he created all the aliens and then they went back in time to. Yeah. Maybe there's a Predator puppeteer behind it all. Fucking hell. There's also Predator versus Judge Dredd. I remember reading that one back in the day. I kind of enjoyed that. Predator versus. Uh, Batman or Batman versus Predator, which we've got up there. There is actually three of those. Part two is called Blood Match. Part three is called Blood Ties. What rivals? The first one's pretty good, actually. I wish it had all been illustrated by Mike Mignola. Um, it is not, but it's cool. Superman versus Predator. Yeah. JLA, Justice League America versus Predator. Tarzan versus Predator at yeah. the Earth's core. Is what it's oh, called. Tarzan would be very close to Arnie, though. Yeah, and you're like in the jungle. The character. And he knows the jungle. Exactly. Right. Swinging around. Does Phil Collins uh, do the soundtrack for that yes. one? Yes. That'd be great. 
And then there's a series called Predators Attack. They went up against Agents of Law, Ghost X, Motorhead, I believe, the band. <laughs> really? I believe so. I'm not sure. Is there a count? Hang on. I'm probably sounding very stupid. I'm, I have not researched these ones. Can anyone have a Motorhead. comic versus Predator? Because that's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah. Has Marvel delved into the Predator world yet? No, they seem to do well with DC, but... There is, and we looked at this a couple of years ago in a comic book shop, Archie versus Predator. Oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's right. I think Wolverine would be a good match for Predator. Oh, that'd be Logan versus Predator would be a yeah. great film. Yeah. Cool. Get on it. Okay. Be a I'm on it. My idea locked in. Needless to say, <laughs> many, many comic books. Um, a lot of versus ones can be fun. I find inherently most versus things are stupid. So they can be fun, but they're not going to be great. Right. But there are some good Predator comic books out there. Too many. Too many. So video games... Similarly, holy shit, a lot mm-hmm. of video games. Um, which, again, normally we have one. Yeah, maybe two. Are you ready for this list of video games? Yep. Predator in 1987. This is a side-scrolling. Side Actually, if you go on, um, go on to YouTube, put it on Moot. Moot? Moot. Moot. <laughs> like a cow's opinion. Doesn't matter. Little friends reference for anyone? <laughs> yeah, go on YouTube, type in Predator, um, and everyone at home, why not do this too? Bring out your phones. I think you can watch like a, a video of all the games. There is the evolution of yeah. Predator video games. You can put that on mute so you two can know what I'm talking about. I'm just as we putting in Predator. This. Already yeah, Predator. watched it. You already watched it? What? Uh, evolution of video games. They haven't done one for this generation though, have they? It goes up to 2015. Right. So I believe it's just missing what we'll get to. Um, we're 2017. I don't think there's been anything after that. There you go, that top one. Make sure it's on mute. It is on mute. Excellent. Yeah, click on that little guy. Evolution and let's get Predator games. So the first game, let's have a little look at these, shall we, as we go through it. If you're at home, play along with us, guys. Watch that great little advert of shopping and 25,000 deals, 70% off. Find jewelry clearance. <laughs> How exciting. Everything's it's pink. iffy jewelry. <laughs> Everything. Iffy jewelry? Oh, Macy's. So pink. See, we go. We started right oh, here with Predator this. 1987, nice. side scrolling, playing as Arnie, who just can only run in slow motion. <laughs> and you are just, oh, there's just like a little triangle, triangle following yeah. you. Yeah, very 8 bit. That's um, very cool, though. Very wow. nice looking. What's he shooting at? No, there's just bullets coming out. Oh, he's shooting other, he's uh, shooting the gorillas. Yeah. yeah. As in G U E. Yeah. Right. While he's not, being. Don't hunted. worry, conservative. He's not shooting the poor. Yeah. That would be the downfall for PETA. They'd be like, now we're out. Yeah. Yeah, that's super oh, bad. Oh, here we go. Now we're into Predators 2. There you're going to see Danny Glover running. Oh, shit, look how fast. 90. He look is how much fast faster. fast the Predators run. This is an isometric, top-down kind of game, and he is a crazy maniac. Look he at him. Is, this is how I feel Danny Glover would be running around. Danny Glover is jacked in this. you got a lot more colors going on. Uh, to be you honest. You have collected new undies. <laughs> <laughs> you have three undies left. <laughs> I'll be honest, this looks pretty fun to me. I <laughs> Like Looks wild. Look how many chasing there him. Are. Is this a level or is it just, is there somewhere to go? Then it's just it. Well, you're just following oh, the here we go. Now oh, we're into damn. Alien vs. Predator 1993, side scrolling, 16 bit. You're playing as the Predator. I remember this game actually. Um, yeah. There were a few versions of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's pretty cool. Can you actually put your arrow over the video so we can check how long a segment this is going to be for us? It's 12, 12 minutes. minutes. We can handle it maybe. <laughs> we'll see. No, that you doesn't really use the, the full range of the predator in this though you're just kind of like chucking stuff at aliens i know but i'm a big fan alex i don't know about you but like growing up in the era those side scrolling oh yeah streets of rage bit. was my favorite game that was pretty cool well yeah it's typical there's a classic oh you get to do the electricity oh, oh got a little game boy one alien vs predator Black last and of white. his clan i like that name game boy. i like that title yeah last of his clan 993 side scrolling also playing as predator yeah not great but it's game boy okay nice little crouch animation let's move on 
1994, we get into Alien vs. Predator as well. Oh, shit, you get the big mama in that one, Yet though. again. This one it. looks much sexier. Look, Look at this. Look at that. Oh, dang. That looks pretty. Now, to be clear on the video here, they're definitely using a modern emulator, which is smoothing everything uh, out because uh. you don't have the 16-bit pixels like you should. But it, I remember this game vividly. I had this game, I think, on... side-scrolling fighting game of the yeah. year. That's a nice one. The animations are good. Bulk, bulk, bulk. Designs are cool. Alien vs. Predator 1904. Uh, confusingly, great. there was another Alien vs. Predator 1904 that we're looking at right now. Oh, this we're is playing as Alien? First person. Look at the little mouth thing comes shooting out. The era of uh, Doom and Wolfenstein. Exactly. This is very much this a Doom totally Wolfenstein. Feels like Doom. You can play as Alien, a personal predator. This is the first first person one. That you just so see your weird. little weird projector face coming out. And then we're hitting really the heyday of things. So oh, we're about to hit. What the? Fuck? 1999. Alien vs. Predator, the first 3D FPS version. Did you just play the person in that first one? I don't remember. I do not uh, know. Stuck between. I can't FPS remember. FPS means first Maybe person not. shooter. I just. <laughs> letting you guys know so you don't have to Google stuff. There it is. Look at Here that. Here we go. And this is where everything changed. This is where AVP, the comics have been going and the games have been going since 93. Can Ooh, you believe it? Ooh, I like the this movement. It's pretty good for a game yeah. in 99. Yeah. But this is when it really. I mean, again, these are running on PC. So high end spec PC in 99 was quite a few years ahead of what consoles were doing in 99. But yeah, this is where it all happened and people oh, this is crazy. are very passionate about these games. I would get scared playing this. Yeah. I would play a remake. There's like a light sure. that's just like well, coming in and out. Like as in now remake. Little creepy crawly <laughs> things no. running at you. I actually, after this series, even though it's not a Predator game unless you're going to play, I kind of want to go and play Alien Isolation. 2001. 2001, Alien vs. Predator 2. Ooh, look at those Ooh. effects. Now the 3D FPS. Vision. <gasps> His head just blew That up. was cool. Some cool Predator stuff you could do. It's got good sound effects as well, if you could hear it. There's nice when you go into the old thermal vision. It's on moot. Let's skip ahead. 2003, Alien vs. Predator Extinction. We're back to top down, and we're playing as a little little person guy. Oh, did I miss Primal Hunt? No. Oh, yeah, I did. This is 2002. Primal Hunt, yeah. All right, here's Extinction. Here's Extinction. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, now the top down isometric is kind of a... Looks like the Predator 2 one with, with Jack to Glover. Uh, I don't know about this one. Yeah, I'm not a fan of isometric. I get really depressed. This is like Diablo style look. Makes me feel a bit nauseous. And then in 2005, you got Predator Concrete Jungle. I remember this one. Oh boy. 3D third person. <laughs> Here it is. I've watched some replays of this game. And <laughs> oh it, uh, my God. This is terrible. <laughs> Known as one of the worst games of all time. Every time I look ah. at it, though, I'm like, oh, this should be great. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> very uncontrollable, very frustrating game. I remember trying to play that one. Crazy. Alien vs. Predator returned with Requiem in 2007. This was 3D third person oh, playing as Predator. Predator. And oh. presumably other things, but the video we're looking at, you're playing as a Predator running around. What was this one like? Was it an improvement on the last one? I don't remember this one. And this is normal AVPs for first person, you know, PC-centric online gaming or whatever, or land gaming. This game, Whoa. third person, and you are definitely in the little town of Requiem. Yeah. I mean, it also looks trash. Did you come up through the sewer? Probably. It looks kind of cool. I mean, looks better than the last one. For about five oh, minutes. We're in an ad. <laughs> I'm out. Alien vs. Predator 2010 returned FPS. This is maybe the co- the best version. I don't know. People are shouting because people love these games and probably there's purists who are like, no, the 99 version is the best. But the yeah. 2010 one sure as hell looks fun to me. Um, we're about to hear that now. Oh, look at that. Here it is. Oh, it looks nice. Yeah, it's sexy. Very pretty Very game. Nice. Oh. Running around ceilings and walls as the alien killing people. Yeah, there's some Whoa. cool death animations in this as well. Oh, so you're the alien Whoa. in this. Yeah, and the others you could be the alien, the predator, or the people. I think there was some move. which restricted. <gasps> you can go on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. I remember playing this. This was kind of on 360, wasn't it? Oh, oh this shit. Looks cool. yeah, like through the eyeball. You're messing people up. I'd play this. 
Yeah, this is cool. That's what I mean. This is the one that I spent time with, but I didn't have the PC, wow. so I wasn't playing the old ones. Ooh, wow. You can climb everywhere. And then in 2011, we had Predators. This is a weird isometric game where you play as a predator. Just running around and just kidding. Oh. I think this is an iPhone game because in the bottom left, you see you got a little thumb track where oh. you'd be moving. Right. But yeah, it doesn't look great. <laughs> He's like, don't look at me. But probably if you're listening to us on your phone, probably the only one you can download as you listen to us and play is Predators. AVP like Evolution in 2013. This is a third person game. We've got some footage here playing as the alien. Nice. Ooh, some nice Ooh. little kill animations. Bitey, bitey. Yeah, I, I did not know about this one. Again, thumbs, thumb, thumb stick there. So this is definitely a phone game. You can get this yeah. one. Looks good graphics considering it's a phone game, but eh, probably terrible. Looks a bit boring. And then we get into the last one on this video, Mortal Kombat X. Again, oh, we come back yeah. to a lot because they had Jason, they had Leatherface, they had Predator. I think they had Freddy as well, didn't they? Yep. This oh, basically they? became the villain, you know, horror icon fighting game. Um, and holy fuck, if they don't look great, these old Predators. I get oh, so distracted boy, by the cool. background things that are happening in these games. Yeah, this because it's beautiful. And just this week, we had announced Mortal Kombat 11. Predator, Predator wins. wins. Versus Predator. So the one they don't have on here, which um, I played a bit of, but we, then we watched a full playthrough through the, the other day, me and Katie. Ghost Recon Wildlands, the Tom Clancy game. Ah, uh, yeah. Had DLC, which, and it had a Predator DLC. Now, we talked about this. Was it in AVP2 or something? Where one of the writers would go on to write Ghost Recon Wildlands. So that was the connection. Oh. That was probably how it happened. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and you're sending huge open worlds. You can play online with your group of four people, friends. Um, I think it's just up to four. And yeah, there's a side mission where you go and find, it's meant to be, I believe, the girl from Predator. Right. Uh, she's crying and she saw something in the jungle. You then go and investigate. You find strung up bloodied bodies, skin bodies. You find a spaceship crash, like all this stuff. And then you come across the Predator and you have to team up to take the Predator down as it's using its laser sight, being invisible, jumping around. It's um, really cool. Really cool. I mean, you know. Not the best, but for a Predator good, fan, it I looks mean, like a great fun hour uh, of gameplay. It was a fun attempt. Yeah, yeah. And I believe that's the latest Predator game. I don't think we got anything else. Time for a new one, But people. holy shit, guys. So many games, so many comics. And I do want to touch on that for a second. What is it? Because you two have been on most of like, One of you have been on nearly all of the series that I've done. Mm. What do you think it is for a series that I don't think, like, we're talking about it the other day. So I feel like everybody knows Predator. Yeah. But how many people have really seen Predator films? Like most people have seen a Jason film or seen a Nightmare on Elm Street film or seen Chucky or something, yeah. you know? But with Predator, how many people have really watched these movies? And yet you have that much like of a fan base for the character across mm -hmm. comics and video games and yet yeah, toys and statues. Like there's so many. There's a plethora of this stuff. Yeah. Well, I think it's like what Kate said earlier about it's a character you can put in any context and it looks cool. Yeah. And it kind of appeals to people that might be more inclined to like sci-fi. It appeals to people that might be more inclined uh, to have sort of more horror elements. But then within that as well, you can kind of play around. You can play like in uh, Requiem, they sort of played with a sort of Batman style creature of the night, detective-y kind of predator. Like there's mm -hmm. so much you can play around with that I, that I get that there are so many outlets for, for the character to, to be in. And for people to just be like, oh, cool, because this is like a bit of everything for everyone, I think. I wonder if as well, like, because the, because the, they do good, they do good numbers when they do release films normally. Is, the, is it pretty much everyone who's going to go and see a Predator film, they're going to buy the comics, you know? Like, is it just hitting that exact right demographic of these, these are the people who will buy all of your stuff. Whereas with Freddy and stuff, you're hitting a wider demographic maybe, but they're not yeah. going to go and buy all of that stuff. Because I think Freddy and, you know, Jason and those things, 
as great as they are and as identifiable as they are, they are pretty one tone mm-hmm. for what they can accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Predator definitely has a wider audience for that. Yeah. And I mean, kind of the question that we had of even doing the Predator series was if it's too sci-fi versus horror. And I think that that's kind of brilliant for marketing because you're hitting two huge markets. So you're getting the nerds and the people who want to read comics and want to stockpile things like Al, who wants to buy omnibuses of huge Predator books and things. And you're going to do the research. And but it's also a fun game to play in a video game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a, a really fun character to play. And it's a big baddie, so it's a powerful adversary that you want to either play against or play as. So I don't know. I, I wonder if as well, of, like, because most horror icons, you have a actor who you see as that. So when you see it in a comic, it's not satisfying. Yeah. Whereas in Predator, yeah, it's any anybody. Because that's what I'm thinking. It's like there aren't there are half as many films as most of these series being covered. So even though it's doing well in cinema, I agree with everything you're saying. But everything you're both saying is to like it hits all these demographics of action, sci-fi, horror. But then you think we'd see more films. So I'm just wondering why there is exponentially more comics and video games than films, whereas most horror franchises is the other way around. But I think because there is so much opportunity for it that I think it might be the reason that it's a little bit scary to approach as a film. And they're expensive, I guess. Like Friday the 13th, really you can make a cheap one. Yeah. Like Predator, you could do that in a comic or a video game, or particularly in a comic, and it's not going to cost much. Whereas in a film, some you of have these to hit a certain standard even to just start writing this thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, like you can't right. just make a schlocky predator film and people will be like, "Oh, at least it was fun." Well, we'll get to our list. And like with the, but it was expensive. With, All the yeah, ones no. that are in here are expensive. Films. I agree. I agree. That might be it. And you know, like with the films, they you know gradually expanded on the lore and the history of the predators. But then, I guess with comics, you can just like that becomes a wide open net. Yeah, mm-hmm. delve even deeper. Yeah, and yeah. there's just so much in there that you can explore, and especially with these like crossover stories. I can certainly see the appeal. Yeah. No, and, I, and I think, yeah, going back, like you're saying, certain actors being attached with certain horror icons. Yeah, the Predator, there's so many different Predators. And then mm. with each Predator, you can have like a different sort of personality and whatever. And it's yeah. cool. And different look. You can play with the look. I mean, I will say now, all the franchises we've done, I have a personal, I have a soft spot for Michael Myers just because of my heritage with him. But I really have a big soft spot for Jason because I think he's a great character that just accidentally happened. It was not by design. But by out the gate design, Predator's probably my favorite character oh, yeah. out of everything sure. that we've covered. Like it's just, there was no evolution. They nailed it straight from the yeah. first film. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Such a great, even if they didn't have all the lore worked out, it didn't matter. The look and design mm-hmm. and the characteristics. Never, I don't know if I've ever seen a horror film nail that from the first, other than Alien, yep. obviously, which we'll get to one day. But. Plus, I think maybe Freddy. Freddy I mean, won't. Freddy, yeah. I mean, there are some kind of goofy bits. Freddy looks great. But I prefer Predator, but Freddy looks great. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. They hit their stride. Mm. Plus, I was going to say, I think that the timing of the very first Predator was pretty crucial for how popular it's become because I don't know. I just feel those, the lines and Arnie and that. The, just the whole feeling of that is like embedded in my childhood. And I feel that it was something that appealed, that it was it was technically still a film that you could watch with your kids for the most part. Mm-hmm. It was just a scary movie without being like, and naked girls, and this, and sex, and whatever. Because it was just, at its core, a sci-fi scary movie. Yeah, yeah. it was an action movie. Yeah. Which then suddenly had a yeah. few shots, but you could cut those out. And, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that there is a lot of, you know, just 
attachment for people who are of that generation who were young and maybe that was your very first scary movie that you got to watch and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and the fact that the predator looked the way that it did in 1987 no, like how impressive that was i maybe. agree i think all these things add up to answer that question you'll find thank you <laughs> all right well let's get into our rankings then shall we let's look at first of all best predator as we just alluded to there are a lot of different predators a lot of different versions of predators we mm-hmm. got uh, just one in the first one, second one, there's one until the ending, and then there's a whole bunch. The big daddy. In AVP, there's three? Three, plus all of them at the end. Yeah, plus all of them, right. plus hundreds of thousands at yep. the end. Uh, in the Requiem, we're getting, how many is it now? We got one the for the most, well, yeah, a couple of start, and then one for the majority of the movie, mm-hmm. basically. And you have Predalien. Yeah. And Predalien. I'll allow Predalien. We can include that if anyone's going to call that their best predator. You will be judged. Uh, predators, three predators. Well, oh, no, four. three super predators. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One predator, and then of course the predator, which has one regular predator and then one super duper giant, whatever he's called, hybrid predator. Hybrid predator. <laughs> Alex's favorite of the series. So plenty of predators to choose from. Obviously, it's hard to disentangle kind of nostalgia and stuff from this stuff. Like it's difficult. I won't. (laughs) Let's start with you then, Alex. What is your favorite Predator of the entire franchise? I am going to pick the first Predator. Interesting. In Predator. (laughs) Like you're saying, it's just incredible how they nail it at the first try. And I think also a lot of credit has to go to Kevin Peter Hall Mm -hmm. for like setting the standard of how the Predator moves, its physicality. And I think in some of the following films after he passed, in some of them sort of- recreates that and in others it doesn't and it kind of misses it slightly so for me it's like it has to be that one it looks great the animatronics don't look dated when it reveals the mask the mask takes off the mask sorry just the whole suit even the mask i think is you my just favorite because it's Peter just like, holes yeah <laughs> just you know the the whole look of the helmet it's i feel like it's the most sleek it's not overloaded with gadgets as some of the later ones are it's just all very like simple and clean and yeah, it looks great. And just that one shot of him in the fire when he stretches out his arms oh, and roars, yeah. like that is just so iconic for me that, yeah, it has to be that one. But like I said, I think the credit for that, other than the design team, has to go to Kevin Peter Hall for like setting that that standard of like, this is how the Predator is going to move. This is how it's going to interact because his physicality is just awesome. Yeah. 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 No, he, he imbues something that they arguably never capture again, but they get closer to it later. There's definitely mm-hmm. a gap. Where it just something like, oh, no one's moving. No one's yeah, yeah. be looking at how he did it. Uh, Katie, what about you? Well, yes, that the, <laughs> uh, the very first Predator would have been my classic choice for all the reasons that Alex just listed. But for personality, I'm going Ooh. for Alien versus Predator Two. Oh my goodness! Gracious. All right, <laughs> for the the wolf character, people when, screaming the bounty right now. Hunter one, the Dark Knight. Why? He's fucking great. He's cunning, he's smart, he's got gadgets, but not yeah. too many. He cleans up after himself. It's very important. That's and true. That's true. I don't know. He just has this kind of subdued intelligence to him that I really appreciate. And there was a lot of humanity in this predator as well. When he's down in the, whatever you call it, tu- not tunnel. <laughs> in the darkness. Sewers. Sewers. Thank you. I was like, subway. In no. the underexposed areas. And the dark area <laughs> yeah. where the water is. Um, and he's, you know, setting the traps and things for aliens. And he's very cunning. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked him. 
He was definitely the most interesting take on the yes. predator, I think. Yes. And I think you touched on it when we did that podcast you about him like, being like a detective. And it was such a different approach because right. it, it suddenly it wasn't just this killing machine. Right. It, it was wasn't one tone. It wasn't just this yeah. big broody thing that was yeah. coming down to just massacre things. It was coming to clean up somebody else's big mistake. And he so. did look cool. He also looked he cool did. in a sense because coming off the back of Alien vs. Predator where they were experimenting more, I guess, <laughs> with the look, but then also with the human eyes, which I just hated no. so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. No. This was like a nice return to yeah. this is what the Predator Classic like. but different. Yeah, and then it was more streamlined because the AVP, AVP predators were wrestlers. Yeah, they were bulky, yeah. bulky motherfuckers. Yeah. And it kind of gave you a little hints into hierarchy and they're not just all on one yeah. plateau form of, yeah, one form of focus, which is like we go down to earth, we murder yeah. things, we come mm-hmm. back. Like Horny little teenagers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you, it kind of showed you a little horny bit. Horny for the kills. Pingles. <laughs> you did it so I don't have to. Uh, I was going to be the contrarian one set. Obviously, I think there's a line in the sand. So, obviously, the first one, I think, is the best. Like, the look of it is phenomenal. The movement, yeah, is is the best, without a doubt, his performance of it. But I think there's a line, like, we have a lot of these horror shows, where the first one is horror, and then they become protagonists. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, it's a, for horror, he's still scary in that first one. By the time you get to AVP Requiem, no, he's not scary. No. But as a character, I think that's much more interesting, because they're, yeah. they're giving it a lot. Um, and uh, and yeah, I like seeing him as a detective. I like seeing how he's thinking. I think it's actually quite smart how they portray yeah. it. It's very simple, but it's but it does a decent job of that. I love the design. I think the movement is good. Not as good as as Kevin Peter Hall, but it's still good. Kevin Kevin Peter Hall. I think that's it. I hope I didn't get that wrong. Let <laughs> me double check. Props to this guy. Wrong name. <laughs> but no, he looks cool. And yeah, I just. Yeah, I would like to see more of that one. I did mm-hmm. actually like the hero predator in the predator. Um, when he's like tearing apart the lab and everything and then escapes and is on the run. Oh, yeah. That was cool. don't get enough of him, but he's fucking cool. He's a great one. Mm -hmm. And he's a kind of hark back to the original. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, uh, I really do enjoy those moments. So, I mean, yeah, there's three that I really enjoy, but for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Best protagonist in all of these. So, we've got Arnie, obviously, in the first one. We've got Danny Jacked. Oh, shit, there's a pigeon, Glover, in the second one. <laughs> I hate heights. The last thing I need right now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, pigeons. <laughs> Gotta change my underwear now. <laughs> We've got, what's her face in AVP, the the guide, whatever her name is. Right. Yep. We've got, I'm losing track now. Who's it? We've got the brother, I guess, the army brother and the kid, oh, the two right. brothers. The two AVP brothers. Requiem. Yeah. Then we've got in Predators, obviously, we've got the girl, and we're going with the final who's standing. We've got yeah. those two, the and Adrian, Adrian, Brody, Adrian Brody and Jack what's Brody. Yeah. And then in The Predator, we have... Blonde guy, I mean, Olivia too many. Kid. The kid. No one kid. dies. Yeah. Really? Um, All three of those. So I'll count any of these people. people as protagonists. Any of these will do. Yeah. Katie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't squeak, you said. I mean, the obvious choice is Arnie. He's, yes. I mean, <laughs> move <he's>, on. <laughs> it's true. I Done. think we can, to be honest. The thing is, though, is uh, Adrian thing, Brody I love is Arnie cool, but he's, he's not Arnie. Well, this is the thing. Arnie, I do like Adrian Brody. I he really don't. Great. I really don't. I, I think he's terribly really. miscast, to be honest. Yeah. I would, again, <laughs> when I thought Benicio del Toro was the one who's meant for that, but he wasn't, I would have really enjoyed Benicio del Toro in that role. <laughs> is that your answer? That's your final answer? Benicio del Toro. <laughs> My problem is, look, obviously, like, Arnie is iconic. He's fantastic. I only really enjoy him in those last 20 minutes when he's going mano a mano. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
And no, but in the rest of it, it's like, yeah, it's just dumb dialogue. bro Dumb bro action. Very mm. nicely shot. I still enjoy the film. Yeah. He but Arnie, the no, like he's not really that great in it, but he embodies all the ridiculousness, you know, that that film is. So it works. But then, so I wanted to pick someone else, but then as I'm looking for it, is it Danny Glover? Obviously not. No. no. Is it any of the people from AVP? No, no. they're no. terrible. Is it Requiem? Absolutely no. not. No. I can barely remember who's in that movie. Me too. Is it Predators? I get why some people might think so, but for me, no. Like Adrian Brody doesn't come close. No. The girl's fine. I've been... I'm just hankering for a female protagonist in one of these. Tofu Grace as a support. And he dies. Support. <laughs> Supporting and actor. he's terrible. And then in <laughs> The Predator, it's like, is it Olivia Munn? No, I enjoy her, but no. Is it The Big Brother? 100% no. No. The kid's fine. I don't mind a kid. Big but he's, brother, isn't I think it he's his dad. dad. Sorry, he's dad. That last time. We did this last time. <laughs> he's his dad. All the same. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. The kid's fine. I don't mind a kid, but no. he doesn't do much. And by the end, it's so dumb. He's a completely so, different character by the end. Yeah, so you're left with Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I think, I think it's unanimous. It's Arnie. Yeah. yeah. It has to be Arnie. But I would just like to say, I think we could still have a Predator film with a much stronger protagonist than Arnie. Of course. Yes. Much absolutely. Much more interesting. I had a really big problem with the first one when I first watched it. Yeah. And, and then you watch the rest. Now I've watched the rest and <laughs> I, I have changed my tune. Well, I think that's been part of the issue is like how... Because the, the the people are going to see the Predator or the Predator and the aliens. So then it's like, how do you still... Ha- they've then struggled to complement that with a strong protagonist, mm-hmm. an interesting protagonist. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, well, we want to get to the action of a, a Predator chasing mm-hmm. and killing this person. Well, Shane Black should have been the one to do that. Because there's one thing he can do is write good protagonists. Yeah. He did not. Anyway. All right. So, Arnie, best <laughs> kill. Now, I was surprised as well going through this. Some of the franchises have lots of fun. Jason. Multiples. Lots of fun. And some of them have, oh, it's basically the same kill again and again and again. Mm. This one actually has some good kills throughout. Yeah. There's some good explosions of people, just even just how things are shot, you know? Yeah. There's like one in the first one where the guy who's crying about his dead boyfriend, you know, gets shot and his whole head just explodes. Yeah. Just blood over the camera. That's a great kill. But it actually looks cool. That's a great kill. Um, I'm going to start first, though. My personal favorite, probably, and I might have missed something because there are a lot of kills in these. Multiple. Alex couldn't even keep track. (laughs) There's actually, oh fuck, there's actually some really good ones in The Predator. Like The Predator has probably, I would say, the most amount of good fun mm-hmm. kills in yep. the first half. However, my favorite is probably uh, Jawbone Predator in Predators ripping out Prison Boy's spine. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking, that's good. <laughs> that's a fucking good. That was good, ruined by the roar for me. Yes. Yeah. I agree. But the actual moment, because yeah. he gets shot and then he's fine and he just grabs him and just rips out his fucking yeah. spine. That's like, pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. What about you guys? Oh, God. Uh, I really like, just because it's so goofy and over the top, I do really like Carl Weathers' uh, death in the first one when he gets his arm blasted off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's yeah. just turning around. <laughs> he just screams and shoots into the forest. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, also really love Gary Busey's death. In Predator 2, when he gets sliced in half. That was really good. Without his body yep. hitting the ground. And then his son never talks about it later on when he's still actually his son. Yep. And I then actually, really his son. <laughs> and I actually really liked, I mean, some of the kills that we don't see, but when you see the skinned bodies yeah. in, throughout some of the films, some of those effects oh, yeah. some always looked like really, really awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go with those two. Okay. I mean, obviously, there were so many good ones in Predator 2 with all the firefights that happened. But no, I was going to, I actually had a 
Alien versus Predator kill that mm-hmm. I like. Ooh. Which one? Because the one when I'm trying to remember now, it's down when they're again in dark tunnely areas, <laughs> not in sewers. It was when Predator kills, or no, Alien kills one of the Predators when they're down in the. I'm losing my words right now. <laughs> What's MVP one or two? The first one. Oh, is it when the when alien down lifts the, the predator yes. up? Yeah, that yes. looks fucking cool. Thank you. Probably the best yeah. bit in the movie. Alex is saving my ass right yeah. now. <laughs> that bit was awesome. It. Yeah. That's a great kill. So that one was probably one of my favorites just because it started to demonstrate a little bit more of like change in power or mm-hmm. just equality between the two. So it wasn't just a obvious landslide in one direction. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But there were obviously lots. I was rewatching, sorry, some of the kill count in The Predator, and I have to say, that scene when it breaks out is fucking amazing. And also, it counts 60 kills in this film. That's what I had. <laughs> look at this, look at this. This is truncated down. Yeah, yeah. Th- that scene. But this scene is fucking great. That right? was yeah. an amazing scene. It's really good. And there Such are some a nasty, nasty kills. With the, I mean, the look, fight with his mandibles. Yeah, like, he looks yeah. so cool in that. Yeah, he looks amazing. And then just the sweeping shooting. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. The uh, Caesar Planet of the Apes style yeah. shooting. Yeah, I love this shot as well. The guy gets thrown off the building and you just get... Yeah. <laughs> if only the film had continued mm. <laughs> with Hero Predator. Yeah, so I mean, lots of fun kills throughout. And I mean, we've all got different ones. That's nice. Yeah. Best Topless Man, I think, is the thing that everyone's here to listen about. Because there's one thing. Some, some of these slasher films we cover... Lots of boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, lots of topless dudes. Yep. Yeah. But who was the best? Danny Glover, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say, and mainly because it was just surprising, Adrian Brody. Got Adrian jacked. Brody. You were surprised that? by what? That by he got so jacked. He's usually so how like, so not how aroused how Alex was. Surprised. Excited he were by his was body. As I sat next to my wife and she <laughs> screamed out, he's jacked. <laughs> And I was like, yes, he is. Let's replay this scene in slow motion. Shall we take our laptop to the bedroom? Exactly. (laughs) Screenshot. Adrian Brody. I got to jump in. My favorite one is actually Sonny Landham, who played Billy in the first one. Oh, good choice. Good choice. When he rips off his necklace. Takes it off, scars his chest with his knife. And then we don't see him ever again. We yeah. just hear a terrible wail no. in the background, yeah. sadly. But yeah, he's a good, he's a good top. That's guy. a good choice. Because he's not too muscly. I mean, he is, but comparative to, to the other guys like in the cast. He's like a freaking dump truck. That yeah. guy is huge. Yeah. But, but, huge. but he just feels right for it. Yeah. Like he's got a kind of right character. And Dang it. it. I want to say Billy now. You can say Billy, but who are you going to say? I was going to say Adrian Brody. Yeah. Now I'm like, I like Billy a lot. Old ad, bro. Tofu Grace. <laughs> Best not topless scene. Top. <laughs> Except when he's hanging upside down going, help! <laughs> Best topless scene. Tofu. I'm all right. Two for Billy then. Finally, before we get to placing the films in order, stupidest moment. <laughs> Ooh, ow. Where do I start? <laughs> there are quite a few. Many honorable mentions. I don't even think I've got one that takes the cake. I, I well, I thought Actually, I had one, I but then one. we brought up pigeons and I've got two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I have to say, honest to God, worth seeing Predator 2 alone for are the two pigeon moments that come later in the film, mm-hmm. which are just stupendous. And just Danny Glover's just constant muttering to himself. Yeah. Man does not like pigeons. Love it. Uh, but that does not take my top spot. Interesting. What takes your top spot? What takes Can your I top take spot? Can I take a guess? <laughs> yeah, have a guess. Uh, slow-mo run AVP. I mean, it's in that scene, but it's it, uh, but more so than that. Yeah. Taking the alien head as a predator explains to her through right. mime that yeah. this sorry, taking the alien head 
that it works as a shield, then ripping it off, cleaning it out, and then she holds it with, like, I presume it has a nice little handle inside mm-hmm. all alien hands yeah. as a shield, and yes, then runs off in slow motion with her new Predator buddy. Yeah. The that, stupidest moment in six stupid and films. goes on a vertical yeah, sled. That, that was probably one of my stupid moments, include, yeah, including the sled. Um, <laughs> but I really think one of the Shooting stupidest off. moments is <laughs> after that when um, the alien queen comes bursting out mm-hmm. and we have a close-up of Predator with these human <laughs> eyes go, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> surprised. <laughs> and I was like, that is, yes. that is so bad. That was so oh. good. Uh, and that's all that like, when, we, when, when you gave us that of like, think of your students moment, that was the first thing. I want it, Hound. I want to see if I got this. Um, it is just. Oh, it's so bad. Like, oh, people have edited apparently the Alien versus Predator fights with health bars. Like they're in a fight, a computer game fight. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> no, that's a waste of people's lives. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> no, that's cool. Oh, I can't find it. That re- Yeah, that reaction shot's insane. It's yeah, stupid. insane. It's the worst. Love it. Katie, do you have anything to add or have we covered? How can I have anything to add to that? I hated that scene with the miming. It made me so upset. Yeah. It made me so upset because there's other stupid things that happen. I have a lot of problems with the Predator, Mm -hmm. but nothing compared to that. Nothing compares to your idiocy. All right. Then that's going to lead us straight into our list. Oh, fuck. We're going to go from the bottom, number six, all the way up to number one. Who wants to go (sighs) first? Uh, Mine are all rated out of 10, so I'm trying to put them in. Okay, well, do you, you can have some time to do that. Do you want to first, Alex? Alex oh. I? I'll, I'll go. Right. Um, it's a pretty undecided list. He's squinting in pain, by the way, as he said. Uh, because I had the same issue with all of them. I liked the ideas. I liked the premise. And they just didn't... There was always something missing or lacking. But I'll give it a go. My worst <laughs> Thank you. That's, predator that's film. literally what we have. Worst Predator film for me was The Predator. No! Are you serious? <laughs> the Predator's the worst. The worst. Oh, this is so interesting. Yep. Worst than Predator 2, worst than Requiem, worst than AVP. Well, it was really hard to separate them after my number one choice. For me, they're all very, very, very closely aligned. I I'm think I'm putting this last. I'm this I think I'm putting this last because... My expectations for it were so high. Okay. And I think having listened to what you said after we watched it about, oh, seeing it second time, second time for, and yeah, and knowing it sort of what it is, mm-hmm. it adjusted your kind of perspective on that. So maybe down the line, my perspective will change on that too. I'll certainly watch it again. So if we um, return in a few years to the next one, you might review it. Yeah, we- absolutely. Um, but just based on where my expectations were at, yeah, this this was a bit of a letdown, and and for me, uh, you know, like Requiem, the the suburban setting presents challenges for me and the character because it's like the the movie then sort of becomes they they then sort of force locations upon which the predator can use his skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like they're just like deliberately thrusting them here into these places because you don't have like a jungle setting or a snowy setting that yeah like yeah yeah gives it a, a a cool kind of environment for the predator to play with his toys. Didn't think that would be a number six. Um, and I also really, really hated CGI predator. Yeah. That was also the big letdown for me. Sure. So number six. I mean, yeah, it is. It's hard to overstate what a bad taste the final act of that film leaves in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. The next film would be AVP Requiem. Holy yeah. shit. Dummy. 
<laughs> Katie's not happy. Explain yourself. I thought it felt like a great film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, coming off the back of AVP, which was felt like a big budget Hollywood film, mm-hmm. this felt very much to me production-wise, even though there were some interesting elements to it, bit sort of straight to DVD kind of movie. Do you say that now? Straight to Netflix? I don't know. No, what do you say? Straight to VHS. You're straight to Netflix. You're in a good position. Yeah, okay. Straight to Dig. Straight to Dig. <laughs> and again, because it's in that sort of suburban setting, as much as the aliens are kind of cool in the suburban setting, I felt like they had to, to force the issue of like, oh, where can we, where can it become interesting for them to interact? So it's like they send you to a big factory and they fight there and it's, Mm-hmm. It, and then kind of the the woods are sort of connected to the town but it doesn't ever feels like they're two like the one in the Colorado same baby yeah and so anyway love how he's bringing and I don't the really, scenery I into don't, this <laughs> when you're putting fucking pyramid shifting above this yeah, it's, you think like I the said, scenery it's, it's of Colorado is too <laughs> forced. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all very valid. And like I said, these are all very, very closely aligned for me. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm just riffing here. I'm going off the cuff. <laughs> this is the first time I think I've seen Alex not have like a very meticulous list. Yeah, no, it was really hard. <laughs> okay. So what's, what's Requiem, number four I don't, I don't remember this? anything about it. The Predalien was pretty pointless. Right. You know, it, it, there was no point in that. Um, number four, I'm going to go... <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> AVP. There we go. There it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going AVP. <sighs> I liked the setting in the production. I thought it was stupid how they constantly had to remind us that this is a predator hunting ground for teenagers. And in case you're not sure, we'll show you two-thirds through the film a backstory about it. Mm-hmm. So, that really sucked. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool seeing, seeing the, the aliens. I thought the, the, the animatronics used for the aliens and some of the CGI was, yeah, maybe some of the best in the series. Mm-hmm. Predators, I thought, had their moments. They looked too clunky like wrestlers. And like I said, the stupid <laughs> face at the end was just <laughs> gross. Um, but, you know, it, was, it had its moments and it was, it was silly and fun and but a terrible film. Um, but had a sort of big production value about it that I was like, oh, cool, okay, I, mm-hmm. I can, I can go for, go along for the ride. Number three, and and also with that one, I did like in the first half that they went with giving it an alien feel as opposed to a predator feel. Right. But I felt that they could never really marry those two successfully, yeah. which which was a shame. Number two is three. Predator Two. Three. Oh, number three. What about predators? This? Oh yeah, predators. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put Predators at three. Predators at three. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> Look at Katie's face. She looks so mischievous. It's a weird wide <laughs> I'm world. I'm like, are you not going to like my list? <laughs> I, um, I liked the premise. I thought the super predators were certainly better than hybrid predator um, in the last one. I like, really liked the intro. Yeah. And the premise of this was really cool. It just had, for me, shitty writing. Um, some of the dialogue was awful, as we touched on. But I enjoyed and appreciated the cast. I mm-hmm. liked Adrian Brody. Topless. Um, topless. Jacked. Topless. Jacked. <laughs> I'm going to make a movie called Topless Jacked. category on his <laughs> yeah. porn site. Yeah. Topless Jacked. <laughs> um, yeah. And I liked the world. I liked that it took it off world. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it didn't feel too sci-fi based. I liked that it was just like, we're going to drop them here and then they'll figure it out. Did you like it when Lawrence Fishburne... <laughs> 
slid and hid. <laughs> Look, there were some bits. It's trying to find the right there, phrase. There were, there were some bits, like in all of these films, that were truly awful and laughable. I don't um, remember his Matrix. It was Morpheus. It was Morpheus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was ridiculous. <laughs> that whole bit was ridiculous. <laughs> but for me, out of all those ones where I've said, oh, it was a great idea, but they, they missed the mark. This I felt the most disappointed the, about. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that I, th- there were bits that were strong enough, or the idea I really liked. Interesting. And I wish they had got this one right. So that leaves number two, Predator. <laughs> I never thought I would say this because I said this film was boring in the podcast about it. But I'm going to pick Predator 2. Um, it's got big undies, okay. really big undies. Danny Glover hangs out the side of a car to shoot uh, and gang no members. And no one can shoot him. Yeah, and no one can shoot him. He's terribly, terribly miscast in this. Yeah. But I do really like the urban setting. Again, they didn't nail it, but this has a clean kind of arc and story. And, and I appreciate that. After sort of seeing the other ones where it kind of gets a little crazy and they, they try and expand too much or they, it feels a bit messy, I'd rather sort of be happily bored and go along with the film than watch a car crash and be like just upset and disappointed because- they had all the tools to make a successful film. Whereas here it's just like, this is kind of just boring and silly. But You just like Bill Paxton's jokes, let's be honest. Love Bill Paxton. <laughs> Looks like Nate Hurts <laughs> in that film. <laughs> yeah, and topping it off is the first Predator. Controversial. I think, yeah, I think the Predator in this looks amazing. That final third when it's just Arnie and him is the best bit of the film, hands down. Yes, watching it back now, it it certainly feels like a film of its time, that sort of macho, let's just shoot up everything in sight kind of feel. Lots of drugs. Lots of drugs, just bros. Like it, 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 that definitely feels of its time. But, but, you know, this is also Arnie at his peak and there's something about him that's charismatic on screen that sort of makes you want to watch him and, and you enjoy it. And, yeah, that last bit when you see, you get the reveal of the Predator and they just fucking go at it. It's fucking cool. <laughs> cool. You see a different movie? Yeah, they go at it for hours and Arnie is just like, I'm a top and Peter's like, I'm a bottom. And then it's like, let's swap and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so Predator, that, that's my order. Let's see if I can recap my order. The Predator, yep. AVP Requiem, yep. AVP, yep. Predators, yep. Predator 2, Predator. Did it. Thank you and good night. <laughs> we're done. I have the feeling we're all going to have very different lists and I love a wrap up where we get different lists because that's, that's the whole point of this. Is friendships falling apart? Hey, <laughs> number six. Oh, so I felt kind of similarly to Alex about my number six, mm-hmm. which apparently you are flummoxed about, and that I'm choosing the Predator. Oh my goodness! Because oh my fucking goodness! Because in the early days of making the Predator films. You have the excuse of we're playing around with a system or we don't have the money or we didn't get the right casting or whatever. And here, Shane Black had all of the pieces. And mm. it's, rep- I mean, I don't know if reprehensible is the right word, but it's like. <laughs> listening to this Shane Black. But it, we love it's you. like you, you had all the pieces and you still couldn't, and you, you made, I don't know. It just, it was really disappointing, almost to the point of being insulting in some parts and it was insulting to some people in my opinion Mm. and it was insulting to some of the bits of the franchise in my opinion and Mm. you can't just gloss over that with some like schlocky jokes it's insulting to scientists it was insulting (laughs) to scientists it was insulting to olivia munn because you don't even really depict her as a, a normal woman like 
she either has to be like crawling around naked or she has to be jumping on tops of buses with a tranquilizer gun. And then she ends up shooting herself in the foot and having to straddle a man <laughs> on a motorcycle. <laughs> and it's like, that's the best scene. It's, I just, it's all over the fucking place. And I, I just couldn't get on board with it. And it was one that it just left me with a bad taste in my mouth. It wasn't even something that, yeah, I could mm. enjoy and be like, okay, that was fine. Let's move on. I walked away like feeling actually upset. And to be clear, it. you've seen it twice. And I have seen What's it What's really twice. weird is when we came out the first time, you had less problems than I did. Of course, it. because I didn't know the lineage that I was, that it was coming off of. Oh, interesting. Okay. And honest. I do think that's important. Like, well, I'm enjoying, we're all clarifying how we're judging these. Yes. Yeah. Because it's hard, obviously, to judge Absolutely. outside of your bubble. And they do kind of mm-hmm. clump into each other not in a necessarily a bad way. Like some of them, you're like, I liked these equally. It's not, yeah. I hated these equally. Yeah. So a lot of them do fall into that kind of gray area of you had good ideas and it just got muddled. You know, yeah. it's like being at a science fair and you want to give everyone a prize because you all did something like you created something and you tried, but mm-hmm. some things work out better than other things. Cause I feel like with this franchise, and I think you said this before, Alec, throughout every film, I think there's something each of us can cling to and be like, I yeah. really like yeah. that part. Yeah. There's parts in every film. Yeah. Which I think are enjoyable. Yeah. Which is not true of some franchises. Yeah, absolutely. Number five then, Katie. Alien versus Predator. There it is. I do not Ab- like this film. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care for this film at all, except for some of the kills okay. in this. But yeah, it was way too muddled. They tried way too many things and then tried to smush them together and... I hated the end. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's wonderful. All right. Just not a fan. Number four. Four. Uh, I think it is Predator. What? How, Predator one? The second one. Oh, Predator two. Oh, Woo! <laughs> 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 Owl was about to burn well, the house happening? down. In my head, just no. went through so many things about Predator the last two. five years of our life together. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. There's just some, like, death, but <laughs> of something else. Yeah. Uh, no, Predator two. Predator two um, and number four. Yes. I did not really like the urbanic setting here. I didn't mm-hmm. think it worked. I don't like Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable. I don't like Gary Busey. You don't like abuse <laughs> no, the pigeons? <laughs> I don't like, yeah. I didn't like a lot of it. Just 90s movies in a lot of ways for me, they just feel like dirty. Uh-huh. And this one felt dirty. Dirty. Like it just. <laughs> nice lean as Alex <laughs> jumps oh, on a little like, crisp. What is happening over there? He's like, I don't even want to be breathing your air. <laughs> that is all understandable. So, yeah, it just didn't, it, not my thing. Your top three Predator movies still leaves most people's least favorite Requiem. What's happening? It's really hard because I basically have a tie for Predators and Requiem. <laughs> I just, there's so much about Predators that I like and. It had so much potential, and every time I watch it, I'm like, this is the one that fulfills all, and then I start to watch it, and I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. But I also really like Requiem. <laughs> it's really hard oh, bless you. to choose. You gotta pick. Ah! All right. <laughs> I'm just gonna piss people off and say Predators. Oh, that's a great list. And then I'll do Requiem, and then number one is Classic Predator. I feel like if our dear friend Joe Yannick is listening, he'll be clapping just for your controversial choices. <laughs> I thought he didn't like Requiem. Probably doesn't, but he appreciates someone Joe who knows their own controversial mind. He disagrees with me on a lot of things. He just goes with it. God bless oh, that man. I liked Requiem. I would rewatch it. Okay. I would also rewatch Predators, but 
So Predator's number three, Work yeah. Room number two, which leaves only Predator and number one. Mostly because of Billy. I really like Billy. I mean, and to be clear, so on that arc, you enjoy Predator much less than me and Alex, even though you enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. your arc of Predator franchise isn't as high as mine and Alex's is from the sounds of things. Like you never hit, you never hit a height. No. Like we did with the first one. But I appreciate the first one because it started high. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it had its monster down. It had design down. It had what it was trying to accomplish down. Mm-hmm. Like it could have just stood alone. Yeah. And really, in my opinion, <laughs> a lot be. of the ones they follow after that are just trying to recapture that magic mm. and mm. unsuccessfully for a lot of it. So this is one of the things, again, that I like about this is that they're all very different. I enjoy that they kind of, yes, yeah, some do. I think Predators is definitely trying to recapture that. But mm-hmm. a lot of them is, are just all over the fucking map. They're oh, all yeah. still quoting um, the original one, though. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, of course, there are a lot of callbacks. But so when I judge something, normally... So, for instance, my very favorite films, I don't watch them very often. So it's not going to be about... Some people judge it by, well, how many times would I watch that a lot? And that, for me, doesn't necessarily mean I like it more than another film. With this franchise, it sort of does, though. Because is there any? Yeah. Is there a film here that has true artistry? Yeah, I genuinely think Predator 1 has a lot of artistry. I think it's beautifully shot. Score. There's some, yeah, fantastic score. There's a lot of real art in that film. But other than that, no. I don't think the rest have, like, real artistry. But it doesn't mean they can't be enjoyable so i've mostly judged these on enjoyability and the way then i've judged it on is yeah what would i go back to and if i'm hanging out with someone who's like oh i've seen predator what else should i watch mm-hmm. what would i tell them to watch? requiem <laughs> so with that leading Duh. my number six movie Here in the go. predator franchise is avp Ooh. now i should state again i get fun out of these and when we did it you can go back to our podcast and listen to our full opinions but i enjoyed avp mm-hmm. i always go back to it similar as you two with um with predators i think you're saying you're thinking this time I'm really going to enjoy it mm-hmm. because everything should be here other than fucking Paul Anderson, who I hate as a director. But the problem is, but and it's okay for a majority of it, first half for me. And then you get that second half and it's just a fucking mess of Paul Anderson, idiotic 14 year old boy computer game ideas. And I hate mm-hmm. it. Hate it. Um, and the things that made me angry in that movie, I just can't enjoy it. Like they're not enjoyable anger, you know? It's not like, oh, that's terrible and I can have fun with that. It just yeah. makes me angry. But again, that's pretty, that's a high bar for the lo- for my lowest ranking in a franchise. Probably prob- probably higher than anything. Maybe Chucky, the Chucky one that's really terrible. Seed of Chucky. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, semen opening. Didn't Ali like that one? <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to her. that was one of the few that I watched with Ali. I was like, this wasn't bad. <laughs> oh, really bad. So that's my lowest. But I could you could still have fun with that movie. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, I understand why people like it a lot and enjoy it. I just think. They're wrong. And for me, it's just, <laughs> no, it's just for me, it's, it's not what I'm looking for. I would rather in kind of uh, the opposite in a way to some of the things I think maybe you were saying, Alex, but I would rather have something that's a trash heap, but that's got a lot of like inventive ideas in it and is trying right. something ambitious, which to be fair, AVP is ambitious. I think all these films are ambitious, actually. Yeah. Um, but I don't like the ideas it's trying to chase and I don't even think it succeeds at doing them, you know? No. So at number five, you got Predator 2 from me. Interesting. I was surprised oh. remembering hating this film, how fine it is. I think it's, yeah. fine. it's fine. I really do. There's yeah. like, there's ridiculous. The real problem is just the casting. Oh, yeah. Of everybody. So miscast. Yeah. Like, if you recast this movie, it'll be fine. 
Predator. There's some cool shots of the Predator here and there. Nisio del Toro would have been great in this. Nisio del Toro would have been amazing. <laughs> it's dumb for sure, but this is dumb that I can get on board with. Like he, seeing Danny Karma clinging onto like the outskirts of a building, complaining about pigeons. Yeah. I can enjoy that. I can have fun with that. All the and- cartoon characters in the uh, police station. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Fantastic. Love the eighties police stations. <laughs> In movies and Predators, all right, not the great, not as good movement, but you do have Ke- sorry, it is Kevin P. Hall again. There is some good movement in this one. You know, it's not as good seeing him in the urban environment, no, but it still feels like Predator. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Using old ladies' ceramic tiles to yeah. mend his wounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, rah, rah. Yeah. not great. <laughs> and number four for me is Requiem. Now, to be clear, I, this is most people's hated one, as we keep saying. Again, go back and listen to our podcast. I get it. Yeah, it does feel straight to Digi. It is, and again, I don't think underexposed, I think badly treated in the post-production process, but there are scenes that are very dark. You do need to calibrate your TV to watch this properly, which is a shame um, because whether the film's worth that or not is difficult. However, I enjoy this movie and every time I go back to it, I'm always surprised. I wish if those lead characters had just some more charisma, Mm -hmm. I'd have a fucking great time with this movie. Unfortunately, I think that the big brother in this is terrible. Um, I'd have big- Climbs in a window, Al. He does. But I I like seeing the aliens in that environment. I like mountain towns. So I just see aesthetically it works for me. It's really dumb, but in a fun way for me. And I love the Predator basically being Batman. I think that's great. You get a gratuitous butt shot. It's all good, Alex. Everything's fantastic. You get swimming pool. Oh, right. I forgot about Um, No, I like seeing the alien in the swimming pool, even though they don't shoot it as well as they should. Mm. It's a missed opportunity, as we're saying, like with all of these films. But. I, would, I can go back to this film and as midnight B-movie, yeah. just it's on TV trash, sure. I can enjoy it. Let's watch it tonight. We're on it. At number three and number two, I actually struggled with these. So for me, I have just put The Predator at number three. And it pains me to do it because I would like to put it at number two. And the reason for me is, as we said in last week's episode, the stuff that I like from The Predator, I think is fantastic. Like the stuff that I genuinely, and again, like realizing, like robot okay. Predator and yes. hybrid Predator. <laughs> yeah. shut up no i really love there are some problems in that first half but i really enjoyed the first half when you go in knowing okay yeah it's going to be a comedy you know it's not you know what i want from a predator movie none of these movies are what i want from a predator (laughs) sequel i really enjoyed that first half a lot i think it looks fantastic i think the predator hero predator looks it's incredible and the action sequences are brilliant some of the best deaths is violent not all the comedy works for me like most comedies but the stuff that does work I genuinely really enjoy mm-hmm. I really enjoy the guy from Moonlight I think he's a great actor and he's got a lot just a lot of charm he should have been the lead really yeah there's a lot that I love unfortunately that third act is is just like it's stabbing you in your face it's so bad like everything about the third act there's very little to pull from it that's that's good at all um, and unfortunately the original idea for a third act sounds terrible as well so again I'm left in a state of I don't know how to judge films and I really love certain things and I really hate other things but the stuff I love from that, I love more than Predators. So Predators is the movie for me, which is starts. And yeah, I'm like, this is going to be it. This is awesome. This is a proper sequel. It feels the same, but we're going you know, a little different. But I, all the characters are just really nothing to me. They're all just stereotypical comic book bland characters. And to me, I again, it just becomes a kind of decent action film. And I would rather something completely different like The Predator. To just, all right, well, you're doing what Predator did, but not as good and not as interesting. Mm-hmm. So I struggle with that because I would always like to promote inventive failures over just decent copies. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to watch another one again, I'd probably watch Predators again. Just, yeah, you will. Just over the Predator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do really want to say that was a very tough decision. I go back and forth on that quite a lot. 
And of course, number one is Predator. I genuinely think Predator is a classic, fantastic movie. That third act. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of problems. Like, I don't think Ali's that great. I think mm. uh, a lot of the actors aren't that great. But the pacing's really good. The filmmaking's very good. The music is incredible. How they introduce the Predator is fantastic. And then that third act, I genuinely think is cinematic gold. I Isn't think it's funny how most of them drop off on the third act. Yeah. And then that one's the only one it's the that opposite. gets better. Yeah. No, it's the opposite. Like Without yeah. a third act, it's a good film. But with that third act, I genuinely think it's a, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love it. And I can't recommend it enough. If for some reason you are listening to these and you're not watching these, definitely go check out Predator. And then after that, you got to figure out which of our hot mess of different orders you want to dive into. Mm. I think most logical, though. Where did you put Predators? Number four, didn't you? Three. Predators. Three. Uh, can we all agree that if you watch Predator and you like it, the most logical sequel is Predators? Yes. Yeah. Jungle. Yeah. Jumps jungle. To, to that. Because everything else is all over the map, mm-hmm. really. I feel that is like, no, it makes sense. Whether yeah. you like it or not, it's, it's up to you. We did it, guys. Yay. We did it. Very different list. Although you two had the Predator at the bottom, which breaks my heart a little bit, but I understand. I understand. Oh, our hearts were broken. Yeah. I do feel that's part of it, though. Like you were saying, it's expectations. Like, you know, they didn't have the excuse to fuck it up, considering mm-hmm. the talent involved and the yeah. people involved and the money involved. And the money. And yeah. I'm trying to look at it more as just as the movie. And I'm like, okay, comparing the first half of that to Predator 2 or AVP, I'm oh, like, man. I'll take big undies any day. <laughs> Thank you guys Pigeons. for joining me for a while. All of the AV, uh, no, out of all the Predator films, I appreciated that. Who knows when we'll be back? The Predator make good money. They do want to make more. Shane Black said he's not necessarily interested. We'll see. Telling you, Predator vs. Apocalypto. Who owns this uh, franchise? Nobody knows. Call me. They, I really, I mean. Wolverine. Yeah, you want your one back. Also, Logan vs. Predator. I just still want to see Predator in snow. And if that's Civil War snow, yeah, even better. Civil War Predator in the snow, so it's fucking with its heat vision. I'd love to see that. People yeah. without... Bayonets. Like we're talking about, yeah, no modern weapons, so it has to judge them on a more basic term. Yep. Oh, that sounds great yeah. to me. No red triangles. If you've got money and you're thinking about green lighting, don't worry about the fact that historical westerns <laughs> never work or genre westerns mm. never make money. Don't worry about it. You want to make Predator... Westworld did very 1896. well. I think yeah. people are ready. Against Arthur Morgan. Yeah. Do it. You do like a... Short <laughs> for the end of Red Dead Redemption 2. Predator kills him. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Before we get out, we'll talk about next week what we're going to be doing. Please do go to weirdgeeks.com. And more importantly, this is important. Listen up. Lean in close to those earbuds. Please go to iTunes and type in We Are Geeks. Do it right now. It takes you 30 seconds. You can subscribe and you can rate us. We don't do any adverts. We don't do any patrons. We don't do any sponsorship. We've turned down some because we just care about boring you with our voices without us suddenly having to interlude with a, hey, buy this. You know, we don't make you vibrating watch bed. iffy jewelry ads like Macy's. No, you just get to listen to us watching. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like socks? <laughs> socks cover your feet. So the only way you can help us out is <laughs> by rating your feet from shoes. Rating and subscribing. So please, please do do that. If you don't want to subscribe, I understand. At least rate. And do listen to all of our old podcasts. You can also go on weirdgeeks.com. You have to email us to go to our social media. Support us that way. Tell us what you want us to cover. Because sooner or later, we're going to run out of long franchises that we want to cover. Yeah. And we might get into trilogies at some point. We'll see. What if they say, ah, we want to see you cover Saw? I'm not going to do the Saw series. (laughs) I don't believe I've said this before. (laughs) I've said I'll do Leprechaun before the Saw series. In fact, I was checking out Leprechaun Returns last night. How many of those films are there? I fell asleep promptly. I did. Seven Leprechaun Maybe six. Maybe maybe seven. Mm, Out. I would say maybe the best Leprechaun film ever made was the one we were watching last oh, night. Oh, it's their, that lead girl. Oh. oh. Yeah, spicy. Yes. No. 
She meant no, to be Jennifer. She meant to be Jennifer <laughs> Aniston's daughter. But yeah, please do all of that stuff. You can also follow me on the social medias as Mr. Al White, M-R-A-L-W-H-I-T-E. And if you're on WeGeeks.com, you can hear We Are Tessellate. Oh. Uh, our website's about to be renewed and revamped, but they're the production company publisher of this podcast. We make feature films out of London, Tokyo, and LA. That's where we are right now. And we just made our first feature film called Starfish. I'm not allowed to say exactly when it's going to be out. I hope I didn't accidentally do that in a previous podcast because I feel like I may have. But it will be out next year by The Orchard. So, yeah, please listen, look it up, social medias, and you can find out how to support us that way. Alex, what about you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexander Chard. That's spelled (laughs) D-R-A-H-C-R-E-D-N-A-X-E. L-A. That's my name spelled backwards. Spell it the right way around. And you will get Alexander Chard. I didn't know what he's doing. I was like, Dragnorg. (laughs) 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 Like, this is a Game of Thrones character. Yep. Uh, Katie. Uh, I'm my dearest Watson or some derivative thereof on pretty much all social media. That'd be a good, some derivative thereof would be a great at some derivative thereof. Get that one. Grab it. Next week, Ooh. Friday, start of a new franchise. Ooh. Now, it's Christmas time. I know a lot of podcasts got a little hiatus. We considered it. Two weeks break. Sounds good. Because at the moment, sometimes we record these a little bit in advance. Right now, <laughs> tripping on our toes. They're all over us. But we're not going to take a break. It's not who we are. We're going to keep content coming. Because you know what? Over Christmas time, I like content. People are traveling. Yep. People have time to catch up and stuff. Or well, you're cozy at home. You don't want to listen to your family. Exactly. So instead, put in those earbuds. Mm-hmm. Ignore the voices of the loved ones around you. <laughs> Drown them out by listening to me, Alexander Chard, and returning Alison Holland, the Child's Play crew yep. are going to be tackling our first found footage series and also our first international series with Wreck. Now, that means six movies. We're going to be doing Wreck, Wreck 2, Wreck Genesis, which is Wreck 3, Wreck 4, which is Apocalypse, and then in chronological order, we're going to be inserting the American remakes Quarantine and Quarantine Terminal. So it's actually going to go Wreck, Quarantine, Wreck 2, Quarantine Terminal, Wreck 3, and Wreck 4. That's how we're going to be doing it. Six movies. I'm overwhelmed already. I'm she's glad I'm already, not doing this. <laughs> she's already I am wrecked. taking a Christmas break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I had a good time on this one. I'll tell you what, I enjoyed this series, and I'm looking forward to next week because it's something completely different. Very exciting. And these are films that I'm excited to share with people and there's one i haven't seen i know these are going to be spooky a little spooky alex <laughs> loves his uh spooky found Do you bring movies. your spooky hoodie i brought a hoodie good all right guys thank you very much for joining me we'll be back next week until then we're out Geeks. predator